Hello, hello, hi, and welcome to episode 9 of Story Shed. We are the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, uh, penguins, panthers, pumpkins, anybody out there who wants to listen. Thank you for joining us if you are on your way to bed, if you're in your car, if you're in your classroom. Thank you for joining us and we will um, shortly start our ninth story. Please continue to get in touch with us at StoryShedPod on Twitter and StoryShedPodcast at gmail.com. Um, the story we're going to hear today is a bit of a retelling of an ancient Chinese story, The Magic Paintbrush, which some of you out there may have heard of. Um, and you can see that our story kind of mirrors that story just set set in a modern day. So, um, without further ado, this is episode number nine, Paul's Pencil. Let's open the door. Story Shed, episode nine. Paul's pencil. What's your most treasured possession? The most important thing you own? What would you choose if you could take just one thing from your home? A photo of your mum, your cuddly bunny with the torn off ear, or your signed pair of football socks? Maybe you're lucky enough to have not just a little bit of Lego, but box after box after box. We all like owning things, having our own stuff, that's difficult to deny. But Paul wouldn't have had much to choose from, and here's the reason why. It's simple really, Paul and his mum didn't have much money. No Lego box, no signed football socks, or even a cuddly bunny. That's not to say that Paul was sad about his life, it's just how it had always been. It was tough sometimes, and like anyone else it was hard not to occasionally dream of holidays in Spain, or a new computer game, or even the little things like crisps or chewing gum. A theme park ride, a garden slide, or a shiny brand new bike for his dear old mum. They had no money, but mum loved Paul deeply, and Paul loved her straight back. Playing football, watching the trains rattle past, singing softly and rubbing his back. They fought sometimes, like all close families do. But they would always end up in cuddles and talk things through. Now something quite remarkable happened to Paul one grey evening in his local park, when he found something quite remarkable glinting and gleaming in the half-dark. A golden pencil was laid, half-hidden beneath a bush behind a rubbish bin. Paul spotted it and, without thinking twice, opened his pocket and shoved it right in. So far, so unremarkable, you may be thinking, and if so, I do concur. It was when Paul got home that the truly remarkable things started to occur. You see, Paul took out a notebook and used the pencil to draw a bird on a brand new page. And this bird, before Paul's widening eyes, flew out of the paper and round the room as if released from a cage. Mouth agog, heart running wild, Paul stared in utter disbelief. And when the bird flew out of the window, he felt a rush of relief. He looked at the pencil, and then back at the page, 
which was once again blank. And this time he thought something less flappy, so he drew a fish in a tank. Right away, up it popped, the tank filled with water, and the fish so golden, so agile, so alive. Paul rubbed his eyes, paced round his room, took a deep breath and counted to five. What had he found? What should he do? His mind raced like the trains going past his backyard. I'm sure you've guessed Paul's next choice, listeners. Working that out isn't too hard. He took the pencil and drew some shiny coins, a great big pile of money, which jingled and jangled onto the paper. Paul grinned, his future suddenly sunny. He rushed to the shop and filled his pockets with treats, chewing gum, crisps, chocolates and sweets, sweets, sweets. Where on earth did you get the money for those? his mum said when he got home. Um, Simon bought them for me. Paul lied and his stomach sank like a stone. Paul's mum's eyes narrowed as he tore up the stairs shouting, Good night! She knew her son too well. She knew something wasn't quite right. The next morning, pencil in pocket, Paul headed to school. He had to tell Simon this discovery was just too unbelievably cool. Behind the bike sheds at break, Paul showed his best friend what he had found. And at the back of his school book, he drew a football, which sprang to life and bounced onto the ground. We're rich! Simon cried, licking his lips, his eyes all ablaze. Computers, phones, TVs, whatever we want till the end of our days! But, but we need to be careful, Paul began saying. Nonsense, said Simon. Draw me a watch, stop delaying! So Paul drew two watches for him and his friend, which they immediately wore. But something nibbled and gnawed inside him, something he couldn't ignore. Paul left the pencil alone for the rest of the day and forgot about the new watch on his wrist, which Mum spotted as soon as he got home, like a brand new watch was something she would have missed. Where did you get that? she asked, calmly at first. I... I... I found it, Paul blurted, his head about to burst. Paul, his mum said, her eyes fixed in a glare. I found it, mum, in the park, I did, I swear. But his eyes revealed more than his words ever could. And what his eyes revealed to his mum definitely wasn't good. Did, did, you, did you steal that, Paul? she asked, the words just about squeezing past the lump in her throat. No, Mum, I, I promise, I swear, I found it on the floor and I probably shouldn't. I just picked it up and put it in my coat. Back at school the next day, Simon wouldn't leave Paul alone. Come on, mate, I won't tell anyone. Just draw me a phone. Or just a load of money and I'll get one myself. I can go into any shop and have anything I want, straight off the shelf. Paul began to sketch the outline, but then paused with the pencil in the air. I'm sorry, Simon, I, I can't do it, he said, before getting up out of his chair. He went straight home and into his empty garden shed, where he drew one more picture, and then went upstairs and sat on his bed. And with the pencil in his hand, he took a deep breath, knowing what he had to do. This pencil could give him anything he wanted, but instead he snapped it in two. As soon as Mum came through the door, Paul hugged her tight. I'm sorry for being strange lately, Mum, but I promise everything's all right. He held his mum and looked her in the eyes. Please trust me, Mum, but I have got one last surprise. 
and she could see that her son was telling no lies. He led her to the shed which was empty no more, and Paul's mum's face lit up at what she saw. A wonderful gift from her dear little son. A shiny, brand new bike for his dear old mum. There we go, that was episode 9, Paul's Pencil. Um, and once again, we are joined by our little helpers, Leo and Belle, or our medium-sized helpers, Leo and Belle. Here we go, say hello. Hi. Hello. Did you enjoy that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Super. OK, so some questions about that story then. Uh, I'm going to start with the question that's at the beginning of the story, and I'm going to ask you both, what's your most treasured possession? What's the most important thing that you own? My football boots. Okay. My art things. Super. Tell me about Paul and his mum. Tell me about them and their relationship. Um, they were poor and they they loved each other and they had each other. Um, well, they didn't really have much money, but what they did have is each other and Paul was happy with that. Super. Um, he was happy with that, but also at the beginning of the story, it shows Paul dreaming about owning some other things or having some other things. What are some of the things that Paul dreamt of at the beginning of the story? Um, a theme park ride, uh, holidays in Spain, and even the little things like crisps and chewing gum. Oh, oh and the most important one, um, a shiny new bike for his mum. Terrific. Um... So then Paul finds a wonderful thing in the park, doesn't he? He finds a pencil and he takes it home and he draws a bird and the bird comes to life. How do you think Paul felt when that bird flew off the page? Flabbergasted, amazed. Wow. <laughs> um, shocked, surprised. Um, he didn't know really where to start. And Super. And also very relieved. Relieved? Well, because you don't want a bird flapping around your house, do you? OK, so relieved when it flew out the window. Mm -hmm. Super. Um, just after that, then, Paul draws a fish in a tank, which comes to life, and it says this in the story. Paul rubbed his eyes, paced round his room, took a deep breath and counted to five. What does that show you that Paul is feeling at that point? Well, he was, like, shocked. He just, he doesn't, he, that's never happened to him before. So he just doesn't know what it really is. Super, thank you. Um, and then later on, he shows his pencil to Simon, and Simon's very excited. And what does Simon ask him to draw straight away? Um, a shiny new watch. Super. And then Simon and... Um, Paul have got a new watch, but it then says this, something nibbled and gnawed inside him. What does that show that he's feeling? Guilt. So that's showing he's guilty at that point. At the end of the story, why do you think he snapped the pencil? Because, um, well, you 
you need to work for things. You can't just get them for free. And he doesn't need all those things. All he needs is happiness, and that's. I think that's all you need. Um. Well, you don't need those things. You need your house and someone with you to look after you and to love you. Super. Normally I would ask at this point, what do you think the message of the story is? But I think we've probably covered it in that last question. Have you got anything else to add or should we finish for the day? Don't need. You need to work for stuff. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You were fantastic again. Thank you, Leo and Belle. Say goodbye. See ya. Bye-bye. There we go. Thank you, Leo and Belle, once again. Superb. Um, Thank you for joining us for episode 9. Episode 10 will be along shortly. And again, please continue to get in touch. Um, And if you get a moment, please like and subscribe to us on your chosen um, podcast platform or on iTunes. That will be wonderful. It all helps every little click, every little review. So please continue to do that. Um, And thanks again. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. (laughs) 